Welcome to Junior to Senior, the podcast for ambitious devs who want to take their career to the next level. I'm your host, David Gutman. Today we've got a special episode, the first in a series called Ask the Experts. Uh, I've reached out to five people who I think are at the top of their game, people that we can learn a lot from, and I have asked them a number of questions related to career development and software engineering, and I really can't wait to share their answers with you. Uh, Among the experts that we have are Kent Dodds, Sarah Drasner, Troy Hunt, Scott Hanselman, and Wes Boss. And the first question that they're going to answer for us is, what skill has helped you the most in your career? I think that communication was a big one. Uh, that's probably the, the one that helped me the most. So uh, I developed a bunch of stuff and then I communicated about the things that I learned in the process of developing that stuff. Uh, as, a, as an educator now, that's kind of, it seems like an obvious thing uh, because, you know, communicating what I learned is really, that's my business model. But um, even before I became an educator or uh, whatever, um, being able to effectively communicate the knowledge that I have uh, was just so valuable. Uh, so I, I, I think that um, communicating uh, my accomplishments and uh, the accomplishments of others, I, I really like being a cheerleader for other people. Um, that uh, I think that's probably one of the most um, useful skills that I've developed and, and ha- helped me advance my career the most. Communication. Probably my focus. Uh, for some reason, when I attach to a problem, I don't let go until I solve it. This has downsides, of course. When I get fixated on a thing, everything else drops away, and I've been known to miss parties or forget to eat uh, or ignore someone unintentionally when they're talking to me. But it has let me get past hurdles and carry some things to completion, even when I hit snags. I just keep going. There's probably a lesson in there somewhere. I'm not sure. I just don't want to tell anyone to be like me, but I've kind of always been that way. I'm a hard worker and I do enjoy it. Well, it would go back to the communication side of things. So I remember when I was in a, a corporate job, the thing that that I could do better than the people around me was explain technology. Uh, there were people around me that were, were frankly much smarter in terms of their technical capacity, but they struggled to convey the value of that to leadership and, and effectively make their case. So being able to communicate the technology was the strongest point for me. And I'd, I'd argue that's still the same even today. I wouldn't say a skill. I was lucky to find places that I was able to ask questions. So I guess the skill is the ability to ask clarifying questions and the luck is the opportunity to ans- uh, ask those questions in a safe, psychologically safe place. I think if you're a junior dev, if you can find a place where they are encouraging you as a junior to ask questions, then that is both a skill and a place for you to get done what you need to get done. Um, for me, I think um, I'm naturally very curious. I, am, I definitely think that I can do do most things. Like I'm not not amazing developer, but I know that um, because I'm curious, because I like to tinker, because I like to make things, um, that's where I've learned the most in, in all of mine. So whether that's a client project or whether it's just some 
harebrained idea that I thought of myself and I went and went ahead and built it, um, then that's helped me out. Like uh, an example is a couple times over my career, I, I buy a lot of like used stuff. I used to flip um, road bikes and I would build this thing that would scrape the classifieds every like three minutes and send me a text message when something new came up. Um, and because of that, I was able to get on, I was able to buy stuff really quickly. And, um, and like, that was, that was fun because it took like my, uh, I had this, like, it, that was fun because it took, um, my just curiosity of like, how can I do this? And, and I actually made it happen. And then I like, kind of like sat back from that project and goes, like, wow, like I learned a lot there. And that was a lot better than me just sitting around reading the docs or, or trying to trying to do something without having some actual purpose to it. I love these answers. They are both varied. And we also did have two experts that mentioned communication, which I think anybody who's listened to the show will recognize as being very important. A lot of the guests on the show, CTOs, managers, and senior devs all point to communication often as being really important. Uh, when working on teams, uh, they they both mention it with different aspects, but I think ultimately they kind of come down to the same thing. Kent mentions that being able to communicate his accomplishments and the accomplishments of others is really important, and and I would agree with that. If you work on something and nobody knows about it, kind of doesn't matter that that you did it. You you it's it's almost wasted effort to some to some extent. Also, by you pointing out and cheerleading and raising the awareness of other people's accomplishments, uh, you are also doing, you know, a great a great service. That's that's important. And Troy's Troy's comment about uh, explaining technology the the fact that he worked with people who might have been a lot more skilled, had maybe a, more more talent, but he was able to succeed even more than they were because he had the ability to explain the technology. And I think that's related to the ability to communicate accomplishments. But also in his case, he was able to get a lot more buy-in. He was able to influence the direction that he wanted projects to go because he was able to control the narrative uh, better by, by explaining it. So communication, no surprise there. I uh, completely agree. I also really like Wes's answer. I think that is something that I've certainly noticed for my for myself. Trying to learn as a software engineer, trying to use new technologies by only reading uh, technical books or uh, API docs um, is you're never really going to learn as fast as building your own projects and making things that are useful to to you. And quickly, I also do want to call out, you know, Scott's uh, asking clarifying questions. If you're if you're working in a vacuum, it's going to be a lot slower. And the ability to help other people help you is really important. And hopefully you can find a community or a workplace where you have people that you can ask in in a way that that uh, is, is really productive for you. And lastly, I don't think any of this matters if, um, if you give up too easily. Uh, our field is not necessarily an easy one, and that focus and that tenacity and that grit that Sarah credits is always going to be 
important and um, the ability to really sit with a, a problem or something that you want to do and, and see it through is always going to be huge. The next question is, was there anything you thought would be important to your career but turned out not to be? And Troy, Scott, and Wes shared their answers. I would say I sort of, um, I went to university because I didn't have something else to do at the time. That was the right thing. And the university helped funnel me in the right direction. And then from there, I found my niche and I found my fit and it just happened to be, you know, 80% of the way through the course. So I, I think that that initial focus on the qualification was probably the right thing to do at the time, but the qualification itself never would have done me any, I, I doubt it would have uh, helped me achieve the success I have independently. No, all the little experiences add up. Every little mistake, every little bit of minutia has at some point over the last 30 years been pulled out and used at some point. So being able to file things away and then pull them out has been very useful. I don't think I've felt that anything was unimportant. It all ended up being kind of equally interesting. Um Reading technical books, I've got a stack of old te like coding books, and I just could not read them. I just didn't get it, and um, I just would buy them and like just pour over them and like force myself to read them, and just none of it stuck. Um, and I, n I never really got anything from that. Um, and I I've learned like, oh, I'm actually much better at um, watching video tutorials, watching other devs code, reading documentation, looking at example code, and most importantly, just trying it out myself. So um, technical books, not something that worked for me. Um, but that's just that's just because I figured out what my learning type was. Um, other things was just computer science methodologies. I um, interviewed at Google very early on in my career, um, and I had to cram to find out how to do bubble sort and tree branching and all this stuff. Um, and uh, after that, I was like, oh, man, I really need to learn these computer science -y things. Um, and first of all, they didn't ask me any of that stuff in the interview. And second of all, it's never come up in my entire career. I think the best thing about this question is that three out of our five experts said no, that there really wasn't anything that turned out to be unimportant. And the takeaway from this is that if you're worried that you might choose the wrong thing to focus on or go down a wrong path is I think it's it's not likely, um, which is a really, really good thing to keep in mind. The other two experts, Troy and Wes, bring up something that I also think is important, which is that the typical more standard approaches are not always that important. Um, the idea that you need a standard certification, or that the traditional computer science methodologies or the idea of reading technical books is going to get you there, um, you know, that's just not always the case, that you can, you can find your own path and follow other approaches and do just as well. The last question for today is, what's the best career advice you ever received? Sarah, Troy, Scott, and Wes have this to say. 
Oh, this is a good one. Okay, so this is interesting. So when I first started working at Zillow, I thought, okay, I'm going to chain myself to my desk and I'm going to work really hard and I'm going to make a big impact. And any social hour thing or lunch or birthday party, I skipped. One day there was a happy hour party and I did my usual thing of ignoring it and stayed working. Um, and a coworker who ended up being a good friend of mine named Marcus came up to me, my desk and asked if I was coming. And when I said, no, I really want to get some work done, Marcus said a really wise thing that stuck with me. He said, how are you going to get your work done if you don't get to know anyone? You know, you need to collaborate with other people to get things done, don't you? I've never thought of it that way. And I've thought about it ever since. I, I would, and I'm, I'm trying to think of, of whether I got this or whether I sort of formed this conclusion myself. But I think, um, I think understanding money. <laughs> what I mean by that is one of the things that that worked really, like it, most people have a job not because they want to go and do that job day in and day out. They do that because they need to like eat <laughs> and and have shelter. And this, you know, sort of Maslow's triangle of a pyramid of needs kind of thing like they need to fill in that, that bottom piece so i i got very involved in in investing and understanding tax and all this sort of other frankly pretty boring stuff but what that did for me is it took a huge amount of pressure off me when i got to the point in my career where uh, for example my job was made redundant because i had so much to fall back on and I, and I really got to focus more on on doing the things that I loved as opposed to just the things that I had to do so I think financial acumen for want of a better term was one of the best things that I learned early on in my career and and, and there's a longer story but I tell you what I learned that the hard way too <laughs> like I screwed up Bob and uh, I was forced to learn <laughs> you don't have to take advice you can take it and you can discard it Understanding that was the best career advice that I ever got. Double your rate was good, um, good career advice. Early on when I was doing freelancing, someone just said, just double it. Uh, and I did. And nobody flinched. And that allowed me to make a lot more money and just move forward in my career. Um, always bet on JavaScript was another good one. Um, I think Brendan Ike said that early on. And uh, I've made a career out of um, betting on JavaScript. I love all of these answers. Um you know, in particular, I definitely like always bet on JavaScript. Of course, I'm biased. I run JSLA. I've written books on uh, JavaScript. But the truth is, it's a really versatile language. You can accomplish so much with it. A uh, lot of a lot of ways that you can you can do cool things with JavaScript. I think the answer that that surprised me, maybe the most, and I agree with a hundred percent is what Sarah said. I see a lot of people who think that chaining themselves to their desk is the answer, but the truth is to make great things, you need other people. Uh, you need to meet people to find good job opportunities. And once you're uh, at a company, you really need to work with people to build great things. All right, folks, that's it for today. I'm David Gutman, and I hope you join me again next time for Junior to Senior. Next episode, we're going to continue the Ask the Expert series. We've got some more answers to some awesome questions lined up for you.